Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back to the Rookie and the Vet Podcast. I'm your rookie, Dante Furco, here with your vet, Darren Leeds. Illinois, we didn't talk Illinois last week because at this point, it got a little hard to talk about them yeah, and their play. Kind of started to give up after that Nebraska, after the yeah. Nebraska game. But then they head into Maryland, a really good Maryland team this year. I yeah. mean, they really put themselves on the map. Tungvaluwa's been great at quarterback. I mean, that offense has been one of the most explosive in the Big Ten. And Illinois, down a lot of guys, was like, nah, we got to get it together. And they really stepped up. I mean, they won 27-24. Yeah. And they played really well. It seemed like the defense, even with all those injuries, I don't know if we're putting in true freshmen, redshirt freshmen, um, but they really stepped up um, in this game. Mm -hmm. And that made a big difference. Um, it seems like Illinois' defense kind of starts off really hot, but then they're on the field for so long, mm-hmm. they're getting worn out for sure. Especially being down a guy like they had a couple injuries on the defense where some new guys coming in, they didn't have as many bodies. Going that secondary deep. looks, the young secondary, I think looks good. Yep. Especially in the years to come. But oh, definitely. And I tell they you, like, really shined, I think, in that Maryland game and yep. showed that, you know, once they kind of take over the helm, that secondary, I think, could be scary again. Yeah, I mean, the secondary is very inexperienced, other than, like, Taz Nicholson, um, which will I will say Maryland did not want to throw in his direction on Saturday, I noticed. They were they were going anywhere Taz Nicholson wasn't. Taz has been very solid this year in place of uh, Devin Witherspoon. He hasn't been Devin Witherspoon, obviously. No one sure. is. But he's been really good filling in that role, and it's things could be worse defensively oh, if, yeah. if he wasn't there. Um, but yeah, I mean, their 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 secondary is something to look forward to for the future with Xavier Scott. I mean, you have Strain, you have. I really like what Nicario Harper has been doing defensively. He didn't really play to start the season, and then they started putting him in. I think it was like maybe the Penn State game, and things have kind of taken off from there. Played really well against FAU, and then I saw a tackle for loss against Maryland on Saturday, where I was like, dang, Nicario Harper blitzed. And got to that running back within like two seconds off the line. So that was something big. Hopefully they kind of keep sending those defensive backs towards the quarterback because it wasn't working. Nothing was working earlier in the season. Right. The quarterback or in the backfield. So. And I mean, if the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and inspecting different results. And mm-hmm. I mean, if your starters aren't getting the job done, why not try and get 
these younger guys who are going to be there down the line over the next couple of years, mm-hmm. a little bit of experience. I mean, honestly, what do you have to lose at this point in time? I mean, Illinois has got a losing record, so I mean, might as well try it out. And it seemed like they definitely kind of held their own. Maryland's been a strong team, like you said, this year. Mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised they're not ranked in the top 25. Yeah, that, that's especially when they were 5-0 and going into Ohio State. I didn't get why they weren't ranked. They, they've had a really good start to the season. And they kind of were handling Ohio State they were, early on in the yep. game. It wasn't until, you know, the second half yep. when Ohio State really kind of started to put the pressure on mm-hmm. a little bit more. But like we talked about even preseason Maryland's one of those teams that can put up numbers on the Mm -hmm. scoreboard and I mean it was nice to see Illinois kind of get that win and I tell you what Luke Altmaier kind of he he played very well I don't even blame that one interception on him Um, I thought it was a pass interference um, especially since a lot of people been debating this all week whether that ball was deflected Um, I just I don't know. I, I thought Luke Altmaier really handled himself well in this game, minimized those scaries, so to say, with just kind of throwing in double coverage, throwing where, you know, his wide receivers aren't able to make a play. So, I mean, he played very well. He had, I'm going to pull this up, he had over like 200. 200 passing yards. Yeah, I think, like I think two, 202. 206, two, right. two touchdowns. And then, I mean, he got involved uh, in the running game yep. as well. 57, and he's... Care, 57 yards, sorry. Um, longest was 26, so and I was he, I was re- I was really satisfied with what Luke Altmaier was able to do. And I mean, the running game with him, I haven't really been concerned about. You know, he's been very mobile coming out of that pocket. If there's nothing mm-hmm. open, kind of taking off and running. Um, what was it? The Kansas game where he rushed for 70 yards on one, one like a, yeah 70 yard touchdown. But so he's definitely able to get out of that pocket if nothing's open. I really wonder... But like, our running game overall, aside from him, really struggling. I was thinking about this over the weekend. Luke, I mean, I think Tommy DeVito was really good for that system last year. Like, if you had Altmaier in that system last year with Chase Brown, how dangerous the read option would have been with those two. Yeah. Because, Lord, I mean, Chase Brown was able to get through those gaps for 10 yards every single time. You add that read option into there, that would have been a crazy system in the Big Ten. Uh, but, I mean, it's that that's what could have been. But, yep. I mean, yeah, I thought I was very impressed with Luke Altmaier. I mean, he, he was finding different receivers. He had Casey Washington, 60 yards. Isaiah Williams, 43 yards. Pat Bryan, 61 yards. Uh, Caden Fagan, he had 13, not much. But then you have Tip and... Uh, law free both over 10 yards as well um i will say i I would love to see them use aiden law free in the past game a little more i said it i think last week or two weeks ago like i see him as like a not as good but like a christian mccaffrey like guy where like he will run ground and pound but also you can really use him in you know the passing game he's a quick guy um Someone able to, I don't know, just add a different element to that offense, especially when right. so many guys are hurt right now in that running back group. Um, I don't know, something different. And I've always said I think we need to get the tight ends more involved. I really yeah. like Tip Ryman, big guy, um, and he's been a little bit more involved earlier in the season. I yeah. feel like he's kind of taken a step back. And they didn't even look to Griffin Moore in this game. No. Uh, 
young tight end. Didn't even target him. I don't, I don't remember seeing him in the game, honestly. He seems like maybe he's used more in a blocking scheme, yeah. if anything. But, I mean, Tip's been able to get open. He's made some pretty good play, some pretty big plays um, when they've needed to get first downs. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think get him some red zone targets, too. Oh, of course. I mean, he's a big guy. He can body your defensive backs up whoever's kind of covering him obviously can i think outmatch a linebacker if Mm -hmm. we're going for a jump ball well i remember last year they used to use the tight ends a lot in like at the five yard line which they haven't done this year they think they can just run it every single time they're in the red zone it doesn't work and we learned against nebraska that yep and they used to send them on fades they would literally bunch everybody left Put the tight end on the right side and just send him to a fade to the back of the end zone. I, it was with Marquise a lot, or I forget his first name, um, but that t- tight end, um, they just send him to the back. Sometimes he catches, sometimes he wouldn't, but at least you're getting them involved. The bigger guy, I mean, if he's go- if a corner is going one-on-one against him and you have a tight end, unless the tight end just isn't able to get up and jump, then it's probably going to get caught. Like, yeah. by the tight end, because they're so much bigger. Like, yeah, no, they definitely should get the tight ends more involved, and that's something I... I should ask is just when will we see that kind of progress and um especially since they talk so much in the off season about their strength at tight end why, yeah why it isn't used more maybe it's just a read thing where luke just not seeing them wide open or i don't know if they're just i have to watch more and see if they're just using them in the run game more yeah and i mean Caden fagan was kind of a nice change of pace mm-hmm. coming in for mccray and love but as we kind of talked about yesterday a little bit, getting about four or five yards of carry, yep. not terrible, but you'd yep. like to see some of those longer. I just want to see some breakouts. Yeah. Like, that's, you're not going to, I mean, he 19 carries for 84 yards, 4.4 yards per carry. His longest was a 12-yard gain. I mean, yes, I guess if you get, if you're getting around that five yards per carry you're gonna get a first down after two carries sure but like it's just gonna it's not gonna work every time yeah i just feel like i would love to see him break out for just a couple long runs like he i don't know if it's because he's so big that not he's just a built guy where he's not as quick he's more of a an easier guy to take down because he's not as small not as shifty um but he's definitely somebody maybe you can give it to in the red at one yard line like reggie love failed to do sure um against nebraska and get a touchdown but yeah i mean I'm pre- a young guy freshman he was so excited after the game i saw those interviews just talking about you know what it meant to him to get a first touchdown especially after the fau game where he just knelt down at the five yard line didn't get that touchdown um he was banged up in that maryland game too he's good coach bielma said he'll be good to go no problems there um but yeah, i mean impressed with him hopefully it continues to progress I will say Reggie Love may be back this week. Coach said he was progressing towards uh, being available this week. Um, So hopefully he's back. Just adds more to that running back game, especially he's an experienced guy. Uh, You'll take take anybody at this point with some of the injuries they've experienced this year. I mean, do you think you kind of ride the hot hand with Fagan a little bit since... I mean, maybe you split it more, but I think you, you run with Reggie. Because Reggie, Ray, Reggie's a guy who, I mean, he he's had a lot of good runs, like, in terms of, like, breaking tackles, really getting a 10-yard carry and stuff, moving the ball downfield. But I don't know. I mean, they'll definitely use Fagan more than they did a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Because with what he was able to do. So see how that kind of transpires. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they got a really good running back group. Um, Sometimes I just think 
they're too stuck on trying to hit the gaps. And when the gaps aren't opening in the offensive line, they just kind of sit there rather than maybe bouncing it outside a little bit. And I mean, if you're covered up by offensive defensive linemen mm -hmm. and, you know, those linebackers, some of the cornerbacks can't see you behind that line, bounce it outside. I mean, at least like they always say, no matter what you're watching, if it's college, NFL, get north south. And I mean, if you're not getting up the field, you're not mm -hmm. really doing your team any good. Um, sometimes I also think they try and make too many juke moves and it's like, just plow into that guy, steamroll him. Mm -hmm. I mean, chances are you probably got 20, 30 pounds on him or something. And I will say, I don't see Illinois having an easy time running the ball against Wisconsin. Right. I can tell you that right now because they have some really good defensive linemen. They're no, I mean, they're known for having great defensive linemen throughout a lot of years. Same with running backs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't see them having an easy time running the ball against Wisconsin. Maybe I'm wrong. I, th I think it's going to be more of a passing game for Illinois. Um, we'll kind of get into that Wisconsin matchup in a minute. But, yeah, I see it be I see it being more of a passing game. See what Luke Altmaier's made of against a really good Wisconsin defense. And I know I'm always super optimistic. You're saying you think they can beat Wisconsin. Yeah, I think so. What do you think is going to be – the key to success in take because Wisconsin was ranked. Yeah. Now they are not, Wisconsin. but they're still pretty good team. I think they could get ranked, make a bowl game come oh, later yeah. in the season. Wisconsin healthy might be the best team in the Big Ten West, but they are not healthy. That's I mean they're coming in this game Illinois down their starting quarterback, done Tanner Morikai. He's done for I probably the rest of the regular season unless he comes back for that like last game. Um, it's a, it is a different offense with him not in there. Like, I watched the end of that Iowa game on Saturday. Their offense could not move the ball. Um, I forget the name of the quarterback for Wisconsin, the backup, something lock. Um, he had some good throws, but he couldn't, they just could not score. The game, that game ended maybe 19-6 to six or something like that. Iowa won, I forget. I know Wisconsin scored six, so they were not able to move the ball very well. Um... And, I mean, you're going against an Illinois defensive line that they are going to scare the living daylights out of this freshman. I think he's a redshirt freshman. Well, I hope backup so. Backup quarterback. And I, I want to see, like, five sacks in this game. And Keith Randolph, I, I believe, is going to be back for this game. Tariq Barnes is healthy at that linebacker position. Um, if you got Keith and Johnny just pushing, I mean, Johnny Newton doesn't have a lot. He doesn't have a lot of sacks this year, but he's a lot of quarterback pressure. Right. So he, I and mean, you he, said he actually leads NCAA? Yeah. According to PF, PFF, PPF, uh, PFF, Pro Football Focus, he's number one in the country for quarterback pressures. He's number one in the country for a lot of defensive categories for defensive line. I mean, you want to talk about a guy that bet on himself coming back to Illinois to raise his draft stock? He has. Like, he was just named uh, today uh, mid-season All-American at defensive tackle. He's that good. Nobody knows of him. Like, unless right. you're like... And that's Mel why they Kiper. kind of wrote him off in, you know, the start of the season. And mm -hmm. that's, again, we kind of talked about that maybe a month or more ago. But he kind of took that personally and was like, I've got something to prove. Yep. Yeah, you want to see the sack numbers, but it's nice to be, you know, leading the pack in yeah. a lot of other defensive categories. Oh, yeah. He's getting recognized now. I just saw a mock draft like two days ago. Johnny's a protected top 10 pick. Yeah. It, it depends on where you're looking. But I saw him going 10 to the Green Bay Packers. 
like he is. I was thinking maybe he'd get as high as like maybe 17. I saw him in like the 25 range start the year. And I thought, okay, he's playing very well. Maybe he'll get up to like 17-ish in that mark. But he might be a top 10 pick. Like literally might be a top 10 pick. Might repeat Spoon, what Spoon did. Like Johnny Newton coming back to Illinois was the best decision he could make. I mean, he, he's getting NIL on top of that. I, yep. I know for a fact he's doing very well NIL. I mean, he, him and Keith are the number one selling jerseys for Illinois from everything I've seen. Like, the, they're bringing in the money, and then you got the law firm. They're partnering with uh, different places, and then now he's going to get a huge signing bonus, and then he's going to get, you know, top ten money. He's going to go to a team and dominate. But, yeah, he's – He's going to get to this Wisconsin quarterback, young. Hopefully he scares him and uh, starts throwing some scaries for the secondary to take advantage. Um, but, yeah, I think I think unless things – it's so tough because, like, Illinois should beat Nebraska. Like, yeah. they there's games they should have played better in. So I don't know what Illinois teams come into play. Like if they if they're the Nebraska team, no, they aren't. They are not beating yeah. Wisconsin. No, that but game if, was. If they are the Maryland team, for. if they're the Maryland uh, te- team that showed up to Maryland, they will beat Wisconsin. Yeah. So I don't know if I, I don't know. Like it's going to depend on team. Like, and it's so hard to predict that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't like schematic schematically. I don't know if some like a whole like the playbook was kind of changed after that Nebraska game. And maybe that's the reason we're seeing a different team. If so, then, I mean, this Illinois team could win. I think it could be close. I mean, that Nebraska game was hard to watch as somebody mm-hmm. who is sitting in those stands and... Didn't help it was cold. It didn't help it was cold. But after, you know, getting stopped on the doorstep of the end zone on that very first Three drive of the game... Times. Yeah. Yeah. That, again, I think just... Took them out of the game mentally. I don't know what happened, but they just did not look the same the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. And who did they play before Nebraska again? I'm trying, I'm trying to remember like where the the kill of momentum. Purdue? Yeah, it was Purdue, and like they just looked horrible in that one. Maybe that just carried over into that Nebraska game. And then after Nebraska, they got together and said, "This can't happen ever again." I, I don't. I just don't know. I. But I will say, and we'll talk about it in a minute, it's like if they want to go to a bowl game, winning this game against Wisconsin is going to make that a whole lot easier to do. Right. Like, it's... it's. And you kind of did a little scenario the other day mm-hmm. where essentially out of the next, what, five games? They need three. Yeah. It's all they need. And I look at... Ideal, like, Northwestern should be a win. Like, it, it really should be, should be a win. Like, if they lose that game, they don't. I, I respectfully would say they don't deserve to be in a bowl game. No. I will say Northwestern's really turned it around this year. With everything going on, that head coach, take that guy taken over in a horrible position. They're 3-3. Three and three. Last year, they were like 1-11. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I give it to that coach and what he's done. But, I mean, they're not Illinois good. Um, I don't think so. So, I, I count that as a win. And then I move up to Indy. That's the last game of the year. So, kind of like going from bottom up. I see Indiana in four weeks, uh, three weeks, like, that should be a win. Indiana's two and four. They have looked horrible against any team they've played. Yeah, they just got shown out by Michigan this Mm -hmm. last weekend. And, I mean, Illinois is not Michigan, but they're better than Indiana this year. Yeah. I think. I would say you're spot on with that. So I mark those two as 
those two games as a win. But then again, they should have beat Nebraska. I'll keep bringing yeah. that up. Um, so then you have three. You need three wins again. You need one win out of three games: Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Iowa. I think they can get it against Minnesota. Yep. Um, Iowa. I think Iowa's really good, but I will say. And are they at Iowa? They're at Iowa, which is tough. But to Wisconsin's win. coming here. Yep. It's tough to win in Iowa. Uh, those games are always packed. Yeah. Um, but with Iowa, they're down there starting quarterback too. Right. Cade McNamara's done for season. Their offense has looked horrible with with or without him. Um, so like that's a winnable game. But like I would give obviously Iowa the advantage. Their defense is arguably one of the best in the country. Yeah. Um, but and you got to factor in home field advantage. Yep. But then I will also add. Iowa just lost their best tight end for the season. Like, that was a, their only offense, basically, be, uh, other than their running back. Um, like, the, every game left is a winnable game. Like, it's not like Michigan's on the schedule where you're like, okay, we know that's a loss. Like, it's a lot of winnable games. Come- Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. Coming up. So all you need to do is win three. If they can get a win against Wisconsin, that's going to be a huge start for them. Like, that's that's that, that, that will really... I, I think it'll also give them momentum. Like I think so, too. Like, I mean... It's tough to kind of go out there and, like we, you just said, mm-hmm. games you should be winning and you're not. You're underperforming. We know that they have played better than that. So something's happened. I don't know what exactly. It's mm-hmm. hard to kind of pinpoint, you know, what these guys are dealing with in their personal lives even. Um, but definitely just everything – on the field that we're able to kind of examine a little bit. Um, It just seems like they've been in this slump, like down on themselves, doubting Mm -hmm. themselves. So, yeah, I'd like to see a W against the Badgers. Mm -hmm. So... The game grow. I haven't seen the spread yet on that. It's... Well, I can tell you Wisconsin's favored by two and a half points. Oh, the spread might be – I had it pulled up. 42 for over-under. Over under. I mean, dang, two and a half for – Two and a half points. So a field goal. Interesting. I'm surprised it's not more, but, I mean, without Tanner Morkai, that's that understandable. But we know Caleb Griffin is coming clutch with some of these games. Yeah, that's will, that two and a half yeah. points right there. I will also say – you said Wisconsin's favorite? Yes. Yeah. Um, I will also say, like, Caleb missed a tough 
I mean, he missed a field goal early on. He's had a couple games where he's missed some field goals where, like, they needed him. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I guess when you show up and kick a game-winning field goal kind of twice this season, that first one against Toledo Toledo wasn't a walk-off kind of game winner. Or, well, it was a game winner, but there was still, four, I think, 40 seconds left on the clock or something. Yeah. Or maybe, like, 10, I forget. Um, but, yeah, he, he's been solid for them, but there's been some kicks where – you know he's got he's got to make it would it would have made that game against Maryland a lot easier. It wouldn't have come down probably a game winning field goal. It probably would have just come down to them kneeing out the ball kind of thing. Yep. Um, but yeah, I will also say, and I watched a lot of games where Hugh Roberson at punter has really struggled, especially in tough weather. Like he's really struggled to get the ball downfield against Maryland though. He kicked really well. I mean five punts. For 216 yards, average of 43.2. Like, that's that's solid. I watched yeah. games last year. I think it was Michigan State. He could barely get the ball 20 yards downfield. Like he just kept kicking it out of bounds. Nothing was working for him. I know they even questioned in this offseason if they wanted him to be the starting punter. And they were looking at, I think, Caleb Griffin to do both. Interesting. Um, or maybe it was somebody else. But, yeah, he I've seen him struggle. But really good day for him uh, at punter. He had I'm pretty sure... Late in the game, he had one within, like, the five-yard line or something like that, ten-yard line, which is perfect. He had two within the in the 20, uh, no touchbacks, which is perfect. And, and depending on the scenario, you don't want a touchback because if you can pin him in that 20, that's perfect. Um, but I will say he stepped up, had a really good game. But, yeah, Wisconsin could be hopefully a win for Illinois. Could go either way. Um, just just going to depend on what team shows up. So I think, yeah, ball needs to get spread around a lot. One thing I don't like to see is taking a look at our receiving is Isaiah Williams was, again, the most targeted player on Illinois' offense, 11. He only caught four of those. I Granted, he had a touchdown, mm-hmm. but, I mean, his stats just have not been what they were last year. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, when you're the lead receiver – I mean, I feel like you should at least have a couple hundred yard games under your belt this season. Maybe he can get it against Wisconsin. Yeah. We'll see, but I think like something's happening there too. I just feel like I I think Isaiah's the lead like the head receiver, but I think Pat Bryant's more effective. Pat Bryant's been getting a lot more like he's got more touchdown receptions on he, the season. He gets a lot of like 40-yard gains. Yeah. Like, and I will say like Casey Washington's clutch. Like, he had that catch against Maryland on that game-winning drive to, like, beautiful sideline catch, um, which could have been fumbled. And then he also had a really good catch against Toledo that helped to set them up for that field goal. He's been clutch this season. He, he's kind of like that three, but he's been really getting some yards, four receptions for 60 yards. Um, I don't think he's had a touchdown this year, um, but he's been effective. But it, it's tough. I mean, they got three receivers that are kind of all in the same skill range. Um, but, I mean, Isaiah's a leading dog. Hopefully they can kind of feed him more. That's what I'm saying. I like to see that Malik Elzey get yeah. some more. And, I mean, he was out against uh, right. Maryland. He should be back, I'm pretty sure, for this game against Wisconsin. I'm not I'm not even sure what the injury was. I don't remember if that was ever disclosed. They just said he was a non-travel. Um, hopefully, I mean, he's had some games where he's been really involved. Uh, hopefully this Wisconsin game he gets more involved. Um, Got his first touchdown in that Penn State game. Mm-hmm. And that was with... Our backup quarterback, too. Yep. So, we'll see. Hopefully, I know a lot of the guys uh, should be back this week, back and healthy. Um, 
which will only help Illinois. Um, hopefully, I, I think Keith is the big one for me. They they need him back on the defensive line. Definitely. Um, because that can make a break how that game goes. I will also mention Seth Coleman for the defense played outstanding against Maryland. He had pretty sure he was named Defensive Player of the Week for the Big Ten. Very good game. I mean, he was in the middle of every single tackle. I'm trying to find if he had defensive stats because he had – oh, yes. So – uh, Coleman had six solo tackles, three sacks for a loss of 22 yards. Like He was all over there. I mean, Dylan Rosiak was really good, too. He had six solo tackles, eight total tackles, one forced fumble. Coleman also had a forced fumble. Um, uh, Odalugo was really good, too, defensively. So, I mean, they've had a lot of the linebackers kind of step up like very well this year with Rosiak and Coleman. Um, so, I mean, if the defensive line can put pressure on him, you got that great linebacker group. Um, this could be a dangerous game against Wisconsin, but, I mean, we'll see how things go. they gotta, they got to step it up on all cylinders. Um, but we'll see. I think the, I think the offense is going to be what makes or breaks this game. Because if they can get – I think all Illinois needs, three touchdowns. That's all they need, and I think they win this game. If they get three touchdowns, they're going to win this game. I don't think Wisconsin's going to have a field day on Illinois' defense. Okay. So three touchdowns, if they get that, I'd be shocked if Illinois lost. That's all they need. Score prediction? Oh, man. I just hate to say Illinois is going to win this game because I've been so optimistic. Every time year. we say they're going to win, they don't. But I'd re- I just have a feeling. Like, I just have a feeling Illinois is going to win, but I just don't want to say them. Um, I if I had to put one on it, I'd say twenty-seven, twenty-one, two field goals to win the game. Uh, could be. I mean, um, I would. You said twenty-one, twenty-seven for Illinois. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if this came down to another game-winning field goal. Um, I'll go twenty, but I'll I'll say twenty-four, seventeen, Illinois. Maybe. Yeah, we're going to come back here in a week, and Illinois is going to lose. Um, but, no, I, I I think Illinois should win this. Well, I shouldn't say should because, ideally, they shouldn't win they this game. They can win they this can, game. They can win this game. I don't think – I think it's a whole different game than it was two weeks ago. If Tanner Mordecai was that quarterback for Wisconsin, I would be taking Wisconsin by yeah. 10, 15 points. Okay. Like, it, it's a whole different – it's like if Illinois were to put in – I think John Paddock is very similar skill range with Luke Altmaier, but if they would have put in John Paddock to start this game, like I, I, Illinois would probably be blown out. Like, but with Wisconsin, like it's it, it's a big drop off from starting quarterback to backup quarterback, in my opinion. I'm still a good quarterback, but it, it's a drop off, and I think it's a it's a big game changer. But they got they got a good coach. I mean, it's Luke Fickle, right? Yes. I am blanking out. Fickle, he came over from uh, Cincinnati. So he, I mean, he coached Desmond Ritter. Um, had a really, I mean, really good college career. He struggled a little bit this past week against Washington. But, no, good coaching staff. I mean, uh, it's a lot of new guys. Like, I mean, I even asked, like, Bielema about this. Like, kind of like the diff – like, I asked him one about emotion heading into another Wisconsin game. Coached at Wisconsin for a while. Yep. Um, and he, he just talked about part of that question, like – it's a, it, it's different now. Like there's not a, there's not as many coaches that are still around from the prime Wisconsin days from the 2010 to 2020 kind of thing. Correct. Um. So it's I mean it's a different staff, different different team. But yeah, 
I mean, I guess I go Illinois. See what happens. Um, hopefully, we're not disappointed. Um, but we'll see. Okay. What else did you want to talk about? I don't know. I wanted to talk about the Caleb Williams thing. I know we were kind of touching on it a little bit earlier, but I don't know. So many reports coming out now that whatever team drafts him, and I don't know if he stays at USC or not. I mean, yeah, you can make more NIL money, but how good's your, you know, Southern California team going to be next year? You've already been giving up a lot of points this year. Mm-hmm. Um and again, they just lost to Notre Dame, but wants part ownership in whatever NFL team that drafts him. And I mean, one, it seems like taking a look at what some sports experts are reporting is it's just flat out not a thing. Mm-hmm. They've labeled it as being collusion of some sort. Um, it just seems like a very tall order when you're. Yeah. You haven't even been in the league yet. No. And granted, you won a Heisman last year. I don't think you're going to win it again this year. There's no, a lot. Not. Michael Penix, I think, is right now the front runner. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know. I, I mean, feel like it's this entitlement it. that's coming with like NIL, where it's like I'm going to ask for something crazy. I also wonder. Like, part of me wonders: Is he trying to like what's the word? Like the tear? Is that the word? Team like to, deter people from from drafting him because he has like maybe he, like I've there's been so many reports he does not want to go to the Bears. I don't want him on the like, Bears. He does, so good. He does not want to go to the Bears. Like he there's a couple. I don't think he wants to go to the Cardinals. I think he put out like a five team like kind of wish list or teams that yeah. he would play for. And honestly, I I think don't know if he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna be a top three pick. Granted, I know I he, he should be a top three pick, yeah. but I think these teams are going to stay away from him because of this kind that, of diva mentality. Maybe that's what he wants. Like, that's what I'm wondering. Like, does he want that to try to get away? I mean, we saw Eli Manning throw fit about Los Angeles. Los or, Angeles. Well, it was San Diego at the time, but yeah. yeah. There was somebody else who And he had LaDainian Tomlinson and Antonio Gates. It's like... yeah. You might have won a couple Super Bowls I with f- San Diego at the I time. I forget the whole reasoning behind that. I remember watching. A I forget what feature. it was too. I think it was like they failed with. It was just like a failed system with Breeze or it was this whole thing. I forget what it was. There was another quarterback who did that. I f- I can't remember where he basically refused to play for the team, the first team on the board or whatever. But hmm. um, no, I mean. And th- I I'll, I'll be curious to see how it's going to depend on what the, how the draft stacks up. I don't think he comes back to college. I just don't think it's worth it. Yes, you can make. I that. mean, I don't know what he's making with nil money. I, mean, I think he's like the number two guy. I, for, I forget. I was really looking at the rankings earlier. It was like Bronny, um, Shadour's up there, Libby Dunn's up there, uh, and then Caleb's up there somewhere. But I mean, I just don't think it's worth it to stay. Like, you're going to go play in the NFL. You're going to end up getting more so many endorsements. Like. It's especially as a high pick, like you're, you're gonna get so many endorsements. Like, I mean, he's got obviously Wendy's because he's on all the Wendy's commercials. He's a Nissan uh, advertiser for life now that he won the Heisman. I think it's Nissan, right? Yeah, yeah. They host all those Heisman commercials. Yep. You're locked in that for life. Um, he'll be fine. But yeah, I I'm curious to see how the draft order stacks up. Um, I want to go to the Vikings really bad. That's fine. Um, I it's going to depend on what the Cardinals do. Yeah. Um, if they go quarterback, I read Kyler Murray's just got designated to return today. 
Um, but aren't they not going to bring him back too? I don't know. I read that too, that yeah, they're know. debating whether or not to trade Everything's him. so crazy right now with just quarterbacks mm-hmm. and... Uh, we'll see. I want Caleb. I, 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 I just want a really young, promising quarterback that can one throw to Justin Jefferson for a long time. I think yeah. I think I'm telling you, I think Caleb's really good. I think he's going to be a star. In I the mean, NFL. he throws the ball very well. He, I just he's I don't want to see that kind of persona kind of spoil a locker room because you can. We've seen how quickly a team can turn on somebody. Like last year, Zach Wilson on the Jets, mm-hmm. like lost that locker room. Now it seems like they kind of respect him again after stepping up for Aaron Rodgers. But last year, nobody wanted him in there. They wanted him gone. And then they had that Mike White come in. He Mm -hmm. was balling out for them. And, like, that was their guy. And then, obviously, Aaron Rodgers comes into the situation. I think the team initially didn't want Zach Wilson because of him kind of passing the buck and putting blame where it didn't belong when it's just you didn't play well. And, I mean, other quarterbacks, when they're kind of struggling, Josh Allen last year, like they, I think flat out in the press conference, they said, you know, what was the problem? And he goes, our quarterback played like crap. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you want to have that kind of person who can take that responsibility. Um, So, I don't know. Honestly, Bears get the first two picks. I would love it if we got Marvin Harrison Jr., some kind of defensive stud. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, Caleb goes one, um, but it's going to depend to who. And what Carolina is going to take him again? Carolina doesn't have a pick this year because the Bears. Right, that's the only reason why they have the. That's why I'm so mad that Carolina traded that pick because if the I do I I I think the Bears give it one more year with Fields. I just I think they do. I think I think they see so much promise with him. But so I'm hope I'm hoping either for the Vikings' sake, because I think the Vikings are gonna go big this season this offseason for a quarterback. Kirk Cousins is gone. Um so that's why I'm hoping either the Cardinals with a future with Kyler get the number one pick, or the like the Bears with a future with Fields get the number one pick so that they trade it. Because lower or oh, the draft the package, any team is gonna get there for that first overall pick. Is gonna be crazy. I mean, last year the Bears got like two first round picks and like second round picks for Bryce Young. Like all they had to do was trade it for the second pick and get CJ Stroud. But yeah, I don't know. I'm ex- I'm excited to see what Caleb does. I like Caleb. I'm a fan. Um, he doesn't get much help defensively at USC. Right. Um, yeah, they so give he, up a lot of points. I mean, he didn't play well against Notre Dame. That was his fault. But um, he does not get much help defensively from so every game he's throwing for his life just trying to keep the score cl- uh in their advantage um but yeah what else anything else in sports not really baseball playoffs phillies rain oh not phillies diamondbacks yeah and Rangers. And they've got what Astros. a 2-0 lead right now on the diamondbacks both teams have 2-0 leads i can't wait when the astros somehow come back and beat the rangers down in the series probably gonna happen because Astros do not go down easy. But I will also say the Astros, in all the time I remember, have never been... I feel like they've never been down, like, 2-0 like this. Like, 
No. In any series, they're always the one to start off with that 2-0 lead every year against the Yankees, every year against the Rays. Like, any any team they were playing, they were all... I think they played the Red Sox. Like they were up, like, 3-1 so quick. Um, I don't know. I'm excited for... Well, I'm excited for baseball season to end. I, can I tell don't you know. That. I don't want Houston... I don't either. In it. I want the Phillies Rangers because I couldn't care less which team. I, I think still be... think Houston's a lot of bunch of cheaters. Mm-hmm. I, my, my thing is, as a Yankees fan, they're not in my head. I would love to see Phillies Rangers because it would be like the biggest screw you World Series to the Mets. Like the Phillies are one of the Mets' biggest rivals. And then you have the Rangers where the Mets lost both their Cy Young pitchers to the Rangers. Jacob, yeah. Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer. Like... That that would be electric, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited for the off season. I just want to see what the Yankees do in there, what they do for next year, and how they make this team better. I they need to do something because they yeah. are not in a position to win right now. Hockey's been exciting so far. Mm-hmm. Blackhawks are two and two. Mm-hmm. Connor Bedard has registered his first goal. Yeah, he's got a bunch of assists already. Yep. Um, but Hawks are playing like they got some fight in them. Last year, it seemed like mm-hmm. they didn't have a lot of that. So, yeah, NBA things have been pretty good. NBA starts next, next week. week, and then college basketball. I mean, college basketball starts this week. Illinois is playing Friday for preseason, but they're taking on Ottawa next week. They'll play Kansas. It's one nice thing about fall winter is. Everything. There's so many different sports to choose from. Mm, everything at once. Um, Football's still going. Got basketball, college, pro, yep. hockey. I feel like I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe Gol- that's golf's it. pretty much in going into their off season yeah. sort of right now. Um, you know, I mean, it's a busy time. We'll probably next Sunday we'll have um, the Immaculate Holiday or. Next Thursday, maybe, actually, we'll have the immaculate holiday of MLB, NHL, NBA, and I don't know if I said NFL, all playing on the same day. Because it does not happen often. It's always at the end of October. Yeah. Right when the NBA season starts. So we'll get probably get that next Thursday. I'd have to look at the playoff schedule and see. Um, but always a cool thing. It doesn't happen often. Yeah, interested to see what Milwaukee's going to do. Damian, mm-hmm. Giannis... I think that's going to be a really good pairing. Mm-hmm. A lot of interesting storylines this year with the NBA. Yep. Um, I think the Nuggets will obviously come in as the favorite, but I don't think it's a sure thing for them to make it back. I think the West got a lot deeper. A lot of teams improved this offseason. Right. Suns made a deal for Beal. Lakers added a lot of depth. Memphis made some moves, getting Marcus Smart, adding a little more on their bench. Uh, Warriors got Chris Paul. Yep. I don't think they're going to be that good this year, but they got Chris Paul. Warriors are always a surprising team. Mm-hmm. I think the Kings are a big up-and-coming team. Um, I think the Thunder are one player away from being a top three seed, um, but they don't have it yet. Um, i trying to think what else is going on in the West. I don't know. Hmm? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And, of course, Illinois basketball, men's and women's are both – preseason ranked mm-hmm. so first time since 1999 that's exciting yeah uh but yeah i mean we talked to illinois football against maryland then coming up against wisconsin talked a little with the draft as well as just some random tidbits uh yeah with if all you guys stuff. ever want to pick our brains about something 
fire questions at us. I mean, we're live on Facebook, on TikTok, I almost said Twitter. But I don't know, we'll go through the comments, see what people are kind of interested in, and mm-hmm. I don't know, go from there. Maybe just pull some rabbit out of the hat kind of quick fire topics. Yeah. Well, that'll do it here on Rookie in the Bad. Make sure to uh, check us out on all podcasts room platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, you name it, wherever you get your podcasts, or YouTube if you're watching us on there. Uh, make sure to hit the like button on any of those so you know when we put up a new podcast or when anything else comes out. Um, but, yeah, that'll do it here on Rookie and the Vet, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>